Today is Monday, June 27th. The title for our devotional is Free to Serve. In this campaign, we're talking about the Spirit-filled life. When we think of the Spirit-filled life, we tend to think of charisma, effectiveness in ministry, and an emphasis on the more extravagant gifts of the Spirit, things like tongues, healing, and prophecy. The Spirit-filled life, as Scripture describes it, however, is quite broad, and in some instances, surprisingly ordinary. In this campaign, we are seeking to reframe how we think of the Spirit-filled life as that which the Spirit of God produces in a believer. The fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit are major parts of living the Spirit-filled life. This week, we'll be looking at the third and fourth qualities that Paul lists as the fruit of the Spirit. But before we do, I want to take today and look at some of the broader context of this passage. Of course, watch the Bible Project video on Galatians, which I've linked you to in the devotional page. This section in particular begins with chapter 5, verse 13, where Paul writes, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. In the book of Galatians, Paul is largely arguing for how Christians will be good and moral if they are not required to follow the law of Moses. This was an argument brought up by the Judaizers to say, if we don't have the law of Moses, how will people be good? Paul's answer is largely that Christians, although they are free from the law, are not to use their freedom for selfish interests. Instead, they are to use their freedom to love and serve one another. This fulfills the law, as loving others is the second greatest commandment and fulfills the whole law. He couples this imperative to love with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who produces the fruit within us, so then we are able and capable of this kind of love. Also, note the relational nature of the imperative, to serve one another humbly in love, as well as the fruit. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness directly involve others. The work of the Spirit in a believer's life then is largely revealed in how we treat other people. If this is the case, the Spirit-filled life is to be a life lived together with others. This is seen in the negative imperatives in this section as well. Galatians 5.15, Paul writes, If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. And in verse 26, he says, Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. In the list of vices or works of the flesh, he includes sexual immorality, enmity, strife, jealousy, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, and orgies. All of these are relational sins. We would do well to remember that the Spirit-filled life is a life lived in increasing unity, harmony, and peace with others. It's a life that engages in community, not one that retreats from it. Here, as always, the life of Jesus is a great example of the Spirit-filled life. He regularly withdrew by himself for silence and solitude, but always returned to engage with people. Withdraw is necessary to meet with God, but it is always to be followed by return. The concept of a spiritual guru who lives in isolation, asking people to come to him is a foreign concept in scripture and certainly not a part of the spirit-filled life. For additional content, I've linked you to the Galatians video from the Bible Project so you can help get the broader context of the whole book. For reflection time today, as we did last week, remember to take some time to reframe how you think of the spirit-filled life. It is, remember, a life rich in that which the Spirit produces in a believer. This is largely seen in the fruit of the Spirit. Then, spend some time reflecting on the seemingly ordinary ways that you treat other people. 
Reframe those as deeply spiritual practices in your mind. Being more patient with someone is not merely a nice thing to do. It is a result of the Spirit of God at work in your life.